clear, the purpose of a labour exchange is to provide employment, temporary or permanent. The fact is I can't guarantee or recommend any applicant. Unless they have a criminal record, I'm in no position to say whether they're reliable or not. It will be for three weeks only, monsieur, and the pay is good, eh? But I can't guarantee that the man you employ can be trusted. I merely type out the details of the job offered and post it on the notice board. You must then choose from those who apply. I am newly arrived in England, monsieur. It will be difficult for me to judge. I tell you what. Why don't you try one of the independent agencies? Assignments Unlimited. Grosvenor 5995. Uh, the address, if you wish to call on them, is 33 Half Moon Street. Aubrey Mason at your service. At Assignments Unlimited, we do anything, anywhere, at any time. 33 Half Moon Street. <laughs> Chips for the fishmonger. Not all the tasks undertaken by assignments unlimited are spectacular or particularly dangerous. In fact, the unusual is the exception rather than the rule. The nervous little old Frenchman who came into my office requested the services of our organization for a task which was mundane in application and only unusual in a theatrical sense. I'd already mentally slotted cannon into the vacant niche and wondered what his reaction would be. Monsieur Paul Duclair, for such was the client's name, wished the services of a night attendant over the preserved body of a dead whale. On reflection, it was perhaps an unusual request. I said so. You, uh, you did say a dead whale, Monsieur Duclair. A magnificent exhibit, a Greenland whale. I began with a blue sperm whale, but uh, found it too large to transport through the doors of most alls that I hire. Extraordinary. Uh, you see, a whalebone is immensely strong, and I discovered that if the inside of the beast is removed and the carcass inflated with air, it is possible to preserve the outer skin and membrane with formaldehyde. In time, the shell hardens and the air can be released. Well, that's most interesting, Monsieur Duclair. Uh, I take it that you then exhibit the whale. Envy. I have a great success in France, and uh, I have now come to your country for a short tour of three weeks before I go on to the United States, where I hope to enjoy singular success. Well, just out of interest, Monsieur Duclair, how do you pump up the whale in the first place? Ah, good question. On top of the head is contained a pocket of amber grease. Uh, this has a high commercial value, and when removed, leaves a small funnel leading to the interior of the beast. Into this, a hose is connected, and voila! But don't you have to make a cut in the thing to clean it? Oh, no, that is done through the mouth. So now we have a good circulation of air that helps to preserve the beast. Some beast? The greatest of all living things, monsieur. The noblest creature in all creation. Yes, yes I'm sure. Uh, but what exactly do you wish us to do? I require a night watchman of impeccable integrity. He will also be required during his tour of duty at night to pump formaldehyde into the creature. Which sounds simple enough. Why must the man's character be so blameless? An exhibit of this nature is played to vandals, monsieur. Many times in France have I been accosted by those who would cut into the exhibit to satisfy their morbid curiosity that what I have on show is really the genuine article. Well, needless to say, I have just the man for the job. I'm not sure how you'll take it. It's, it's an odd request, but you may rest assured.
No vandal will come near your well. I am delighted, Monsieur Mason. What were you thinking of paying this night watchman? Uh, I thought uh, 15 pounds a night. Cannon will be happy to pump formaldehyde all night for that money. I beg your pardon, Monsieur? Uh, Cannon, one of our men here, he'll be delighted to take on the job. Where and when must he report? Oh, tonight, if it is possible, at the Exeter Hall in Camberwell. He'll be there. Uh, Cannon, you say? That's right. I might send him down this afternoon just to give the place the once-over. Oh, that would be admirable, Monsieur Mason. Thank you, and good day to you. Good day, Monsieur Duclair. Whatever the peculiarities of our profession, we never refer to any task as an odd job. We try to avoid reading gardens wherever possible. But our boast is that we'll tackle anything. And it was to Cannon's sense of professional duty that I appealed when he came into my office. He left for Camberwell at 3.30, and I sensed that our relationship had become a little strained. An hour later, he reported back by telephone. Assignments unlimited. You can say that again. Oh, hello, Cannon. How are you making out? Well, I've met the goal's answer to Moby Dick, and I've had five minutes' instruction on the formaldehyde pump. Good. Is it a real well? Are you kidding? The caretaker's cat's had a brainstorm. It's just my luck to get a job playing nursemaid to an oversized kipper. Oh, it's only for three weeks, Cannon. You're part of show business. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's having a whale of a time. That was corny. Remember what Declare said about vandalism? It's on the cars that the Camberwell boys might take it into their heads to carve up his exhibit. Well, if they do, it'll provide a light relief from the formaldehyde pump. Now, one thing about this guy Declare, though, he's, uh, he's got a sense of humor. He slipped me a tip when I arrived. Good for him. What was it? A fin. Well, time I was getting home, Mr. Cannon. I locked up everywhere. Yeah, it was uh, quite a night, wasn't it? Who would have thought this dump sported a thousand Arctic theologists? Uh, what's that, Mr. Cannon? Uh, fish fanciers. <laughs> You know, in all my years as caretaker here, I've never seen such a crowd. And just to look at a whale. Well, now you've got a new angle on a poor fish. Uh, look, I'll lock the front door after you. Uh, what time are you coming in the morning? Well, I don't usually get here till ten. Then I won't see you, my friend. My French employer says he'll be here at seven. Uh, what will you do about supper? There's a shop on the corner that stays open till two, they say. Uh, no, 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 thanks. I'll, uh, I'll munch on a sandwich. Uh, good night. Uh, good night, Mr. Cannon. Well, I uh, guess I'll get out the formaldehyde pump and then I can settle down with a magazine. Yep. Ah. I would have thought a guy could make money out of a dead whale. But this operator coins it. Two thousand times two shillings. Oh, boy. Well, Moby, here comes your first shot. be going crazy. That was a scream and it didn't come from a dead whale. No. Doors all locked. There's nobody in the rafters. Well, I didn't imagine that. I don't believe in ghosts, but there's nobody here. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> 
What did you clearly say about the hollow inside of this well? Uh-huh, so someone is being smart in Camberwell. Okay. Flashlight. The mouth, he said. Ah, here we are. Okay. The party's over. Come on out of there. Why are you being smart? Come on, out you get. Well, now give. Give? Before I call the cops, you better come clean and tell me what the idea is uh, hiding inside that carcass. The police? Oh, no. Uh, you're foreigners. You, uh, you mixed up with Monsieur Declare? No, sir. We are Russians. Russians? Well, this gets screwier every minute. How'd you get in there? We hid behind the veil during the lunchtime closing, then we climbed in through the mouth. How did you know you could get in that way? I think Anushka, we better tell him everything. We, Anushka and I, are from the Russian Mosleyev dancers. You, you have heard of the Mosleyev folk dancers? Uh-huh. You are at the Empire Hall. That is so. We came here from France, and it was in France when we first saw the veil and learned that the interior was hollow. The Mosayev company is due to return to Russia on the day after tomorrow, and Anushkar and I decided to escape. Escape? From what? From Russia, sir. Oh, you mean uh, political asylum? Uh, yes. But that doesn't explain why you hid out inside a dead well. If we ask for political asylum in England, it would be granted, but it would be easy for the Russian secret service to find us. They are most efficient and would track us down wherever we went. And so, Anushka and I hit upon a plan whereby we might vanish without trace. You see, sir, the veil is to be shipped to America. We have a large supply of food and water, and it was our intention to stay hidden inside the veil until it reached the United States. We could come out at night, then all was quiet, and hide back inside during the day. Once in America, we know where we can find friends. Well, why do you know? Let's one up on Jonah. You mean you got all that trouble just to get to the States? The Russian secret police do not take kindly to escapists. We have families in Russia, sir. Mm-hmm. You know you don't have a bad plan at that. You disappear without tracing England. They check and find you haven't applied for a political asylum... They check the airports and shipping lines and draw a blank. It only figures that something must have happened to you, like uh, suicide. So they forget all about you. And they forget about our family, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, tell me, Monsieur uh, Duclair, does, uh, does he know about this? No one knows, except you. Well, that's all right. Your secret's safe with me. But are you not from the police? No, no. I, I'm, I'm the watchman. You are the watchman? Yeah, afraid, I guess. I was born under the zodiac sign of Piscais. But the watchman in France was a much older man. Yes, we know that he slept most of the night. We know that if we made no noise, we could safely creep out after dark. Well, with me, you don't have to worry about noise. Noise? Say, what were you, uh, what were you screaming about inside there anyway? Oh, well, what is oh. it? In the darkness, he 
tripped over something. Uh-huh. I put on my torch and there is the body of a man with a knife through his heart. Hannon's jaw dropped so that he resembled in miniature the very object he was guarding. Whatever my employee's faults, he's not lacking in analytical intelligence. His colleagues would say, as sharp as a whip. One look at the dejected and terrified faces of the two young folk dancers was enough to convince Cannon that they at least were on the level. His reaction was straightforward and immediate. Um, Anushka, you stay here. Uh, Mikhail, you're going back inside that whale. Oh, well, if you insist. I do insist, and what's more, I'm coming with you. Mikhail! It's Anushka, I am not afraid. Come on, let's go. Flashlight. Well, where is it? Right there. Uh, as you said, a knife through the heart. Uh, do you know this man? I think I have seen him somewhere. I, I cannot be sure. Well, have a good look. The formaldehyde must have seeped into him. He's, uh, he's well preserved. How long do you think he's been there? Well, how should I know? You only stumble on him by accident. The way he's preserved, he could have been there months. Okay, let's get out of this muzzle and it gives me the creeps. Uh, are you just going to leave the body there? Sure. In this country, in cases of murder, the body's left where it's found, untouched, so as not to hamper the work of the police. Oh. Here we go. You first. What? You can help me. Hey, hi. The body is there. As we saw it. Anushka hoped she might be dreaming. I, I can't say I feel much different, sir. This is the end for no, us. No, no, no. Come on, cheer up. It, uh, it might be the beginning. When the police come, they will hold us as witnesses. Our defection will then be discovered. Uh, we will be taken back to Russia. Yeah, that's the point, Mikhailanda. Corpse in the body of a whale, two Russian refugees... Hang on, there's a phone here somewhere. Uh, look, Mikhail, while I telephone, you go back inside there and remove all traces of your presence. Oh. Uh, didn't you say that you brought food? Uh, yes. Well, get it out. Make sure there's no traces of your having been in there. If there's the slightest clue to link you with the dead man, you'll wind up here the same as you would in Russia. Cannon's call came through to my apartment and woke me from a deep sleep. At first, I thought he'd lost his reason, and then that he was all a joke to get me out of bed and repay me for the task I'd handed him. But he finally convinced me that Mikhail and Anushka were real people, and that their plight was a tragic one. I gave him the only advice that seemed sensible at the time. The young Russian runaways would be safe for a while, at least, in Cannon's flat. Okay, that's settled. Did you telephone the police? No, my chief. I'm taking you to my flight in Chelsea. You'll be safe there for a while. Uh, did you get everything out, Mikhail? Oh, yes, everything, sir. Now, let's see. Uh, quarter after two. Chances of any vandals coming now are pretty remote. Uh, I've got a car at the back of the hall, and I can have you in my place in 20 minutes. I'll drop you and come back, and then I'll ring the police. Pick up your gear and follow me. Come on. Go right in. Oh. Oh, it's uh, strictly a bachelor's apartment, ma'am, oh. and, uh, but you could give it the feminine touch. 
Well, then don't try. Uh, help yourselves to anything you want. I'll just get back to the whale. Oh, the whale? Well, don't tell me you forgot. Oh, Anushka, the candle. I left the candle. What are you talking about? You told me to make sure nothing was left inside. I, I lit the candle so that I could see properly. I, I left it burning. You left the candle burning inside? But the brother, the formella, that fish is more inflammable than an oil refinery. Yeah. Let me through, will you? Excuse me. Oh, thanks. No further, sir. Huh? The roof's going in any minute. Well, it'll be gutted the, in the entire building will be gutted. Yeah, it looks like it, sir. Uh, Monsieur Cannon, Monsieur Cannon, yeah? I've looked everywhere for you, huh? I thought you might still be inside. Monsieur Declare, uh... Well, it looks like my first job as a night watchman got off to a bad start. You do not distress yourself. It was well in short, but how did it happen? Happen? Uh... uh well, that's, uh, that's quite a question. I, uh, I, I'm not sure. But where were you when it happened? I, I was having a smoke. Tell me just what you did, Monsieur Canon. Well, I, uh, I pumped in the formaldehyde like you yes. showed me, and, and then I sat down on the bench to have a smoke. Yeah. Suddenly, the whale started to smoke, too. You know what I mean? Yes, the stroke of luck. Luck? The whale is in short, as I said. I do not regret losing it. But it's burned down the entire hall. The place is a, a raging inferno. There'll be nothing left. No, nothing left. Absolutely nothing. And uh, that's about everything, Chief. Now, what makes you so suspicious of Monsieur Duclair? I don't know. It's maybe the way he looked at that fire. He was, uh, he was enjoying it. Seemed like he was hoping the thing would be destroyed. Oh, it might just have been the excitement. The entire building was raised to the ground. There's nothing but a heap of ashes. Well, don't you see? That body inside the well was reduced to a heap of ashes, too. Whoever that guy was, he wound up in his own crematorium. Yes, I checked on the Russian dancers. They're officially listed as missing. Mark you, that doesn't mean they weren't responsible for the killing. We've no idea who that man might have been. And now it seems we'll never know. Just supposing he was an official of the Russian secret police. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm going to cry about that. Oh, that's not the point. This is England. Well, then no one has the right to take another man's life. Okay, Chief, thanks for the moral lecture. I'm serious. If those two youngsters did kill a man from the Russian police, then they must be handed over to the authorities. Well, you're right, of course, as always. But how are we going to prove who he was? How can we even prove that there was a man in there in the first place? There's nothing left, not a single solitary thing. Yes? Uh, Monsieur Duclair, to see you, sir. Uh, send him in, please. No. What do you suppose he was? Well, he won't have come to congratulate us on our efficiency as night watchmen. Ah, bonjour, Monsieur Maison. Monsieur Canon. Monsieur uh, Declare. Uh, most regrettable about the exhibitor. Yes. Uh, won't you take a chair? Uh, thank you. I explained to Monsieur Canon that financially there is nothing to worry about. The exhibit was well insured, and I shall suffer no financial loss. I'm glad to hear that. But uh, I shall require your assistance. You, uh, you're going to pump up another well? Oh, no, 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 no. It uh, concerns the insurance. At the time of the accident, uh, I was in bed in my hotel. In fact, the old porter woke me and told me of the disaster. Monsieur Cannon was in charge of the exhibit at the time, and I would like a statement from him accepting full responsibility. Now, just a minute. You may be insured, but we're not. If you read your contract, you'll find the indemnity clause in case of accident. Oh, it is not that, monsieur. I require a letter only to show that the exhibit was destroyed by accident. Uh, to please the insurance company, you understand? Huh? Yes, I do. 
Of course, I would pay for the service. When do you want the letter, Monsieur Duclair? I would like to get it off to France as soon as possible. It will save me the journey over there. If the insurance company is satisfied, they will pay us through their London office. I'll get on to it right away, Monsieur. Uh, this afternoon? Ah, perfect. Thank you. Well, uh, good day, gentlemen. Yeah. Goodbye, Monsieur. Goodbye, Monsieur. You know, Chief, something about that whale smells awful fishy. Perhaps. But I wonder why he doesn't just hop over the channel and collect the insurance money. Maybe he doesn't want to show his face in France. Show his face? Cannon, I wonder. Uh, Chief, I don't like that look. Are the Russian runaways still in your flat? Where else? You're sure no one's seen them? Certain. I can't stall Klinger forever, but he's been stalled before. Uh, for a different reason, naturally. I can guess what it is. I want to have a talk to them. They were as Cannon described them. Just two nice kids. However desperate their plight, I just couldn't imagine them plunging a knife into a man's heart. And the setting for the murder was too macabre for them to contemplate. I asked them about the exhibit they'd seen in France. How did you find out about the entrance into the well? By watching the caretaker. He was an old man and rather surly. The well was on show in the Place de la Poste, and we hid behind one of the pillars. We saw him climb in through the mouth. When we heard that the well was to come to London, and then to go to America, we hit upon our plan. Did you meet Monsieur Duclair? He's the owner. I, I don't think so. It was the caretaker we watched. You said to Cannon that you might have seen the dead man somewhere before. I think so, but I cannot be certain. Well, there's no chance now for a second look. If you saw the caretaker again, would you recognize him? Oh, yes. Anushka, too. I would know him anywhere. I'll just use your phone, Cannon. What hotel is declared in? Uh, Regent Palace. Good morning. Oh, I'd, uh, I'd like to speak to Monsieur Duclair, please. Thank you. I'm going to invite him to the office early. I want Mikhail and Anushka hidden in the inner office where they can see him. Hello. Oh, Monsieur Duclair. Oh, this is Mason, Assignments Unlimited. Yes, yes, I've nearly finished it. Uh, tell me, for how long was the whale insured? Yes. Yes, it couldn't have lasted forever, could it? Yeah, I see. Right after the American exhibition, you would destroy it. Well, may I ask how? <laughs> yes, of course. Well, what better grave for a whale than to be dumped into the sea? Can we make it one o'clock? Thank you, that's fine. Goodbye. There's no doubt about it now. Cannon in that outer office with these youngsters, I want two more people. Detective inspectors from the murder squad. The stage was set for Monsieur Duclair's arrival. The police officers were fully briefed, and Mikhail and Anushka waited apprehensively. When Duclair arrived, they recognized him immediately, not as Duclair, but as the old caretaker. Publicity photographs of the real Duclair were immediately seen to be those of the dead man and the whale. Cannon, for once, was impressed. Well, not bad, Chief, not bad at all. But, uh, what made him do it? Jealousy, probably. 
Like you, he didn't fancy having a whale as a bed companion, while his employer lived off the fat of the land. Uh, the fat of the whale? Oh, all right. He murdered his boss and left his body inside the exhibit. Later, all evidence would have been removed when the whale was dumped in the Atlantic. Cunning. But he couldn't take a chance on going back to France. He might have been recognized by someone in the insurance company. So he had to stay undercover. Undercover? That reminds me, two Russian dancers have to be smuggled into the States somehow. Funny you should mention that. I was just about to brief you on your next assignment. Oh, no. Well, there you are. That's how the fishmonger had his chips. <laughs>